0: Well, hello there and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus,
1: a series featuring discussions on issues of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person. You know, every year the county participates in National Consumer Protection Week with special programs and events designed to make you a wiser consumer. And this year is no different. This year. The week is scheduled for March 1st through March 7th, and our guest today will walk us through what we can expect. With us today is Michelle Margiotis, a consumer specialist from the county's consumer services branch, where a big part of her job is teaching county high school students about personal finance, consumer rights, and tenant responsibility. So, Michelle, thanks for being here, and actually welcome back to, yeah, the, to thank the podcast. You for having me. Absolutely. Great to have you back. Hey, I found that very interesting, teaching high school students about personal finance. Yes. That's something that, you know, at least I didn't think anybody – taught or, you know, it was like a skill that kids really need.
0: Yes, we go into marketing and business classes, oh, economics, wow. personal finance, and we teach them all sorts of things about buying cars, um, mm-hmm. how to be responsible tenants when they're renting, mm-hmm. how to safely use credit cards and debit cards, things like that. Mm-hmm. So they seem very interested. Yeah. We've, um, we've met with students, freshmen to seniors, in every Fairfax County High School. Really? Mm-hmm. Every
1: Fairfax County High School? Yeah. Is this like a special, you know, one-hour one, one hour thing where you go in once week? year? Is it a series of classes? Tell me a little bit about yeah, the logistics.
0: So I reach out to the teachers every year during the beginning of the year, and they schedule um, certain classes that they'd like us to come speak right. at. And we do a 45-minute activity with them. So we take real cases or things that have happened to ourselves personally. We give them case studies for them to review, and then they answer one or two questions associated mm-hmm. with their case. Right. We ask the students to present it. And they basically use their best guess with the knowledge they have okay. about how they would mediate the situation. Oh, I see. And then we they present them. And then we talk about the answers and the real outcome of the case and okay. all the laws that we used um, to oh, mediate the case. Interesting.
1: What, what's been like the surprise if there is one or maybe two surprises w- that you've come out of the experience with learning about teenagers and personal finance? Yeah.
0: So high school is definitely not what it used to be when <laughs> I was in high school, for sure. Um, a lot of the stuff that they do is online, and oh, you'd be surprised with how much they already know. Um, when it comes to looking at bank statements, they're aware of how to budget their money. Mm-hmm. Uh, those of them that are working, they talk about um, even paying for college college because, sure, they're thinking, I need to go to a school that has a great program for my major, but somebody still has to pay for it. Mm -hmm. And those kids are ready. They, they, you know, they're looking for scholarship opportunities. They're working over the summer, trying to save up. So they're very informed when it comes to things for their future.
1: Yeah. Well, we said you're also uh, talking to them about consumer rights, and that's kind of part of what we're here to talk about today, consumer rights with National Consumer Protection Week 2020. Consumer rights, what does that mean when, when I say those two words together?
0: So I think it's more of knowing what their rights are as consumers, knowing about all of the terms of the contract, how to get the best estimates, whether it's for a contractor or work to your house, um, and knowing you know you have a three-day calling-off period if someone comes to your home and asks you to sign a contract. Um, those I would consider consumer rights. It's just knowing what you can and cannot do as Mm -hmm. a consumer when you find yourself in a situation.
1: This three-day cooling-off period that you mentioned, is that you just you said for like somebody comes to the, your door and you buy something now is that for for anything that you buy
0: yes if anyone comes to your home and asks you to sign a contract the state of virginia considers there to be pressure on you when somebody mm. is in your home or on your property so if you sign a contract you actually have three days to cancel that contract without any penalty wow. so i think that's something that a lot of people don't know and this is the kind of information that we try to share
1: yeah well i i wasn't aware of that i mean you know yeah. i've i Refinanced a, a, a home loan, and you know nowadays the you know, the people come to your home, right? And you sign the paperwork. And I remember they say you had three days or whatever, but I just thought it was a a bank thing.
0: Yeah, no. Right. Even when I, we had to unfortunately put a new roof on our house mm-hmm. last year, and at the very bottom of the contract it said you have three days from the date of signature. And uh-huh. of course there were terms of how we had to cancel. We had to put it in okay. writing with a signature, um, things like that. But yeah, it's it's a good thing to know.
1: Okay, so the the county's consumer services branch uh, are available to help county residents if they if they need assistance. So maybe someone comes to their their door. We're we're, we're coming into the springtime. Yeah. Hopefully the hopefully the winter weather, although it's been a mild winter, hopefully it's you know it's behind us and you know we're warming up. So we're going to see more and more you know people coming to the door, you know landscapers, tree companies, different things like that. Say we, you know, just, you know, take a person, for instance, you know, sign something, you know, buy something, gets into something, and then they don't know about the three days or they don't know how to get out of it or they they don't know what to do. Talk to me about the consumer services branch and what y'all do and what you can – Provide, what kind of help can, can you can you give?
0: Sure. So Monday through Friday during our business hours, which are 8 a.m. to 4 30 p.m., we have an advice line where there's one consumer specialist assigned to the phone that particular day and anyone can call and ask any kind of question they have about a landlord tenant issue or a business consumer issue. We also have a language line. So if someone doesn't speak English as their first language, we have access to over 275 languages on the language line. So they just need to call, let us know what language, and we can instantly connect them to a translator. Okay. Um, when they can it's without filing a formal complaint, so they can get our advice oh, okay. without actually okay. needing to file it. Sometimes that is what the best course of action would be is to go ahead file a complaint. You'll be assigned a consumer specialist and we'll start the mediation process. But um, we investigate the complaints to ensure that businesses and landlords are operating within the guidelines of the Virginia Consumer Protection Act and the Virginia Residential Landlord Tenant Act.
1: Okay. Now, that advice line, since you mentioned it, what's that number? So we can go ahead and get that up there. So
0: our main number is 703-222-8435. Okay.
1: And that's the advice line?
0: Yes. Or the the main number? Yeah, main number.
1: So I think that's an interesting uh, distinction. You can call and get advice or information or any kind of assistance without taking that next step if you will
0: exactly we give you the best information we can with the information that we've been provided (laughs) and sometimes it's a referral you know if it's something with a contractor we might tell them to um, continue to follow up with the department of professional and occupational regulation if it's an issue with a car dealership we may recommend Mm. they contact the motor vehicle dealer board Uh, most of the advice calls i feel we get are landlord tenant related and we may that, yeah. we may refer them to the Department of Code Compliance or talk about a tenant's assertion things that people may not know are within their rights.
1: Do you do you have, can you speculate or do you know why why the majority of the calls may be the tenant landlord as opposed to you know business consumer is it maybe people just don't know that the resource is there or
0: it's possible yeah. if to in order to file a complaint with our office. They need to be either the transaction needed to have taken place in Fairfax County or they need to be a renter in Fairfax County. So I think a lot of people, maybe they do business outside or um, they, you know, or sometimes I think people could think that they can resolve them on their own. But landlord tenant is definitely the most common we do.
1: What about online? So you don't physically go to a store in Fairfax County, but you live in Fairfax County. Do you offer any assistance or information for people that that buy things online and have issues or problems?
0: Sure, yeah. As long as the transaction physically took place when they were, you know, as in a Fairfax, Fairfax County right. resident, right. yes, we'll oh, okay. definitely handle right. that. Good,
1: good to know. So 703-222-8435, and that's Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Advice line free of charge. So a lot of great services offered by Fairfax County's Consumer Services Branch. And one of the highlights that we want to get to, the, the big time of yes. year that, that we're celebrating, National Consumer Protection Week, March 1 through March 7. So I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, it's March 8th you know, it's totally going to be useless now. No. Some of the events, you, you know, may have missed, but this information is timely, so keep listening. March 1 through March 7, National Consumer Protection Week. What should we know, first of all, Michelle, about National Consumer Protection Week? What is it? Why do you have it? What do you do? That kind of thing.
0: Sure. So the the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, is who actually rolls this out and make sure, makes sure that it's celebrated nationally. Um, we celebrate it because it's a way to, for consumers to kind Kind of get information from other agencies that maybe they're not uh, they're not familiar with right away, and we just want to talk about topics that are current and give all the information we can to the consumers.
1: Okay. So I, I know you've got a, a sheet in front of you sure that do. has all different kind of events. What what kind of events are we talking about?
0: So we're going to be all over the county. Um, we try to go to the libraries in the districts. So we're going to be presenting things like what our office does, Consumer Affairs 101, how mm-hmm. we can help consumers. Um, that way, if they do have a sure, consumer business absolutely. issue and they're not familiar with our office, maybe they'll come to us. Um, we're also going to be hosting... Um, uh, several different agencies that are going to be giving presentations, and they're going to be the ones that are speaking about topics that are current mm-hmm. now, especially okay. a lot of new scams are coming out. We want to make sure people are familiar with them, what things to look out for, and how to protect themselves from mm-hmm. the scams. Okay. And then we, do, we will have several booths set up. Mm-hmm. There's a few um, libraries. We also have A couple of senior centers where our office will have a booth where people can come and just meet with us, get some information, but we'll also be surrounded by several other agencies that will be handing out information as well.
1: I want to get to the other agencies, but I want to uh, remind listeners, if you're listening right now, we've done uh, several of the 50-plus podcasts about scams, so I encourage you to go back and check through the playlist, and also um, next week, I believe, we have uh, Melissa Smar and uh, Martin Bailey scheduled to do a podcast uh, specifically about scams and uh, talking about the Scam Jam event that's going right. to be coming up later uh, this year, so uh, definitely a big topic here for us on the 50-plus podcast. So. Yeah yeah uh, you mentioned other agencies it's not just consumer services branch that's uh, that's putting this on who, who else within the county or, or other local or regional yes.
0: Agencies? So we have AARP is coming um, for several days. They're going to be doing a presentation on how to protect yourself from identity theft, which is Mm, obviously always a huge topic. Um, We are going to have a representative from the FBI come to speak at Greenspring. um, That's the senior living center on Tuesday, March 3rd, from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m., and they're going to be talking about enforcement after reporting a scam. So Mm. a lot of people, they report these scams, and they think, oh, I don't know if anything's ever going to come of it, and we're actually going to have a special agent come and talk to the people about this is what we do to try and stop these scams from happening, how we follow up with them, and how we go go after it to make sure that there's actually some enforcement. Um, that same day, on Tuesday, March 3rd, we're going to um, have a representative to come talk about how to defend against robocalls and identity theft oh, at gosh. 7 p.m. <laughs> Everybody
1: needs to go to that one.
0: Yeah, 7 p.m., George Mason um, Regional Library in Annandale. Last year, I think the biggest topic we talked about with the most community outreach was robocalls. Really? Uh, it Everyone came well, I mean, it's to not it. Yeah. Not. And w- unfortunately, we don't really have an answer for robocalls, Ooh. but we have ways for consumers to protect themselves okay. or when their phones are ringing. There's new apps that have been rolling out. The phone companies are trying to work with consumers about right. how to block it.
1: Right.
0: Um, so there'll be a great discussion on that.
1: I mentioned uh, Melissa and, and Martin just a minute ago, and I know I've talked with them on past Podcast. My solution to robocalls.
0: Don't answer the phone. Don't answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: If that caller ID pops up and I don't know you, I'm not talking to you. Definitely. So. <laughs> and
0: it's scary. They can spoof a phone number. Just well, the other night true. it looked like I was calling myself. Oh, it was no. my own phone number calling me. Oh. And they the, when we think we're getting smarter, the scammers yeah. are just rolling out their next, mm. you know, their next All scam. Right. Right. Um so we also have the United States Postal Inspectors uh, are coming to talk about fraud against senior ce- senior c- citizens, and that's going to be at the Lincolnia Senior Center at 10.30 a.m. on March 4th. Um, we also, this year is new, we're having the United States Securities and Exchange Commission mm-hmm. come to speak about investing in your future. That's also at the Lincolnia Senior Center right after the Postal Inspector mm-hmm. at um, 12.45. Um, We're partnering with Apple Federal Credit Union to do the Virginia Department of the Treasury unclaimed property division. Mm -hmm. They are going to be with us from Tuesday, March 3rd to Saturday, March 7th. So people will have plenty of opportunity to come to see if they have any unclaimed property that's due back to them. Um, We always love having the Virginia Department of the Treasury with us.
1: Uh, Let me interrupt you there. Is it really true that there is that much unclaimed property and money, and, and yeah. people just don't know about it?
0: I think um, the actual statistic was either over a certain number of years or just over National Consumer Protection Week a few years, it was over $400,000 was given back to the rightful owners. Wow. Yeah. There was um, w- uh, an actual agency, there was a a female next to me in one of the booths, and she found out that she actually had (laughs) a safety deposit box due back to her that she didn't know about left to her from one of her parents. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So she was excited about that.
1: Well, I mean, it's a free service, right? Yes. Definitely worth checking it out.
0: Yeah. They can come see us. Um, All of this information is on our website, which is fairfaxcounty.gov slash cable consumer. um, People can come get a full schedule of all the events and where each agency will be on each day.
1: Okay. And that's all We're all one word, cable consumer. Yes. Okay. Fairfaxcounty.gov slash cable Fairfax consumer. consumer. Yes. Okay. Continue on with the events.
0: Sure. And then one of the other events that we have is actually going to be with Senator Mark Warner's office. We always do a lot of outreach with them throughout the year. Um, his big initiative is cybersecurity. So mm-hmm. we're having a representative come to do a cybersecurity workshop on Thursday, March 5th at the Reston Regional Library at 7pm. And of course beforehand we'll do a little Consumer 101, get people familiar with our mm-hmm. agency, and then the representative will talk about protecting yourself online. So we have a lot a lot of things going on. Um, Area on Aging is also doing a scam presentation on Friday, March 6th at the Herndon Senior Center from 1245. Um, and a lot of information, and Mm -hmm. Saturday is our final Our final closing, we're going to have over 20 agencies at the Springfield Town Center, Hmm. and that's going to start at 10 a.m. And this will be great also for children to come to because the police department is actually going to be doing the um, child ID cards where they do the fingerprinting. That would
1: be great. Great Mm -hmm. service. Okay, wow. So I know there was a a lot there. Yes. (laughs) But you said the schedule is all on the website. Yes. Fairfaxcounty.gov slash cable consumer. So if you're listening now and you didn't have your pen or paper writing down all the dates and times, you can go back and check that web page for, uh, for all the events and uh, attend one or all. Like you said, right. they're all free, a lot of great information there. And some of those presentations are definitely, uh, definitely sound interesting, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully there's enough room for everybody. Yeah, some of
0: them do require <laughs> registration. Oh, okay. They Good can they also um, go to our Facebook page. We have a lot of information on there. It's just Fairfax County Consumer Affairs Facebook page. And um, so, yeah, they may require registration, but we'll have plenty of room for everyone.
1: Okay. So Fairfax County Consumer Affairs, that's the page on Facebook? Yes. And then uh, fairfaxcounty.gov slash cable consumer. And uh, if you have questions, you can call the advice line 703-222-8435. Right. Got all that right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> um, how would you sum this up? National Consumer Protection Week and what your office does.
0: So I think um, when we sum this up, we want to make sure that our consumers in our county are informed. And the reason why it's successful is because we see so many people who want this knowledge and want this information. And we are available all all week, all day. And <clears throat> excuse me, we want to make sure that we're sharing this experience with other agencies. Right. So that's why we why we step right. up and we, we celebrate this right. every year.
1: So I kind of referenced it earlier, you know, somebody's listening on uh, March 8th and they're like, oh, okay, you know, they've done all their events for the year and their presentations and all that kind of stuff. That's not true though. Not y'all, at are, all. y'all are out all the time.
0: Yes, and we have plenty more uh, events coming down the pike. Even today, there was an email about a scam presentation out in May. Um, we have a few other things planned. After the first week of March, still in March. Hmm. So, of course, there will there will always be presentations.
1: Okay. And they can find all that information at fairfaxcounty.gov slash cable consumer. Yes. For all the events and information. Right. All right. Awesome information, Michelle Mar- Margiotis. i make sure I get it right. Uh, final word, final thought from you as we uh, kind of wrap up here talking about National Consumer Protection Week, but also uh, Consumer Services Branch within Fairfax County to uh, help folks remember their uh, their consumer rights. They do have rights as, as a consumer. Um, how, how would you kind of wrap up our discussion today? Um,
0: we're just very excited to get out in the community and see a lot of new faces and hear everyone's stories. And, of course, Uh, you know, if they ever need any follow-up to our presentations to just give us a call. We are always available. When they call, someone will be picking up the phone. It won't be the automated frustrating Mm -hmm. service.
1: (laughs) All right. All right. Michelle, awesome info. Thanks again for being with us. I'm sure I'll see you next year. Yes. (laughs) All right. Michelle Margiotis, uh, County's Consumer Affairs Branch Again, you can find more about the services they, that they offer as well as Consumer Protection Week if you'll go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash cable consumer. That's just all word right there, one word together, fairfaxcounty.gov slash cable consumer. Also follow them on Facebook at facebook.com slash fairfaxcounty. Consumer Affairs, I think you said, Fairfax County Consumer Affairs, and again, that free advice line during regular business hours, Monday through Friday, 703-222-8435. You can also find other County Older Adult Services, recreation, community engagement opportunities by dialing 703-324-7948. That's also Monday through Friday, or go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash olderadults. When you're on that older adults webpage, be sure to subscribe to the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper. Thanks so much for joining us on this edition of the Fairfax 50 Plus Podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.